Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to listen to is an experiment in sound. It's a proud moment when you finally step before the mirror in something you've constructed. 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 Welcome to Madcap. I'm Daniel Bloom. Our show today begins with a reunion of sorts at Moogfest in Asheville, North Carolina. All right, we're on. Check one, two. One, two, one, two. All right, David Ross, kick us off. All right, let's introduce ourselves. What's up? I'm DC. I'm Hux. And we're Zed's Dead. So the last time, let's see, the last time we did a full-length interview was November of 2012. What has taken place since November of 2012? Oh, God, I can't remember at all. (laughs) Hit me! saw a blimp and uh you went on that cruise we both went on that cruise was a holy ship oh yeah that was fun i took a vacation to jamaica at one point that was nice we moved to la for the last two months we just got back to toronto we were working on our new ep there you know what? There's been so much stuff that's happened since that last interview. It's like way too much. <laughs> let's get into it. All right. Let, let's, let, let's start at the, the most recent stuff and go backwards. We were living in L.A., and most recently we've been working on a, on a big seven-track EP that we're, we're okay. going to put out fairly soon, probably within the next two months. Who, who you all ha- Do you have anybody featured on it? Lots of features. Features? Anybody rapping? Yes. Okay. Sean Price. <laughs> Botswana, small town little league player Pop Warner. Rock corners with hot blocks that's drug infested. Supply suppliers, my money say thug infested. Compare producing in LA as opposed to Toronto. I mean, it was a really good change of pace. We sort of felt like we were taking time off. I'm doing quotables. Okay. It's not, uh, psst, psst. I could hear that. The, on the, you could do that. Um, yeah, we were taking time off. We were still doing like gigs almost every weekend, but it was the most like kind of uninterrupted time that we'd had in a while. And we said, you know, let's let's fucking take off from Toronto in the winter. Fuck the winter. Let's go down to LA, have a kind of change of scenery, and just it was good too because me and me and Zach have never lived together in one place. So every day we were kind of just getting up and just grinding on stuff, and we got a lot of shit done. It was, it was really productive. I think another aspect is that we really need to get out of the cold and just waking up and seeing you know palm trees and it's warm it just like this is a good vibe for to to do that for a while instead of just freezing our asses off as usual i think we could have gone like a a lot of places it's just just the change of pace and the the not cold aspect (laughs) was 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 really good and i think it was one of our most productive times like we're geared up to do this ep now and i i'm super excited about it i think it's going to be our best our best thing yet you have a name for it we won't tell anybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Hotel California. Mad Cat.
Sadly, the boys did not name their new EP Hotel California. Instead, they opted for Somewhere Else. It comes out July 1st on Mad Decent. Our next single, we played it tonight. We collaborated with this artist called Twin Shadow, and uh, it's like a funky, like, glitchy house track. I get to thinking at night that I should call you. I like to think about the first time that I saw you. Not really what either of us are very known for, but we're really feeling it a lot, and it's going to come out, like, uh, late May, I think, and we got a sick video done for it, so... I'm excited to see how our fans react and, and other people, but we're really excited about this track. I guess it's like our, our second single from the EP, uh, Hadouken, which we dropped a couple weeks ago, being the first, but we weren't really trying to make a big deal about the EP at the time, but... Question. Was that taken from a video game? Well, I mean, Hadouken is from Street Fighter. Okay, just making sure, clarifying. Wanna dance? No, 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 no. I do believe Marcellus, my husband, your boss, told you to take me out and do whatever I wanted. Now I wanna dance. I want to win. I want that trophy. All right. So dance good. All right. Now let's meet our first contestants here this evening. Young lady, what is your name? It's not, there's nothing like in the song that says Hadouken, it's just, it, it, it kind of just, there actually was at one point, but we took it out, we thought it'd be cool to use a vocal. I think it just kind of encompasses the energy of the song. I wanted to do a video for it where it's like right at the drop, you see like a slow motion Ryu fucking Hadouken blast off, but I mean, I don't know if we'll end up doing a video for that. Favorite Street Fighter character? Uh, probably Ryu. Actually. I don't know if it counts, like it's not original Street Fighter, but what's his name, Akuma? You guys don't know. <laughs> I'm E Honda all day, underhand oh, slap. You can't beat that. <laughs> Dalsum is also my boy. They're all pretty sick. You probably would have had to pay Capcom if you would have kept that sample in, that's probably why. That's pretty much why we had to take it out. Yeah. They were smart, they just let you use it for free. They could have like rebooted Street Fighter and been like, bam. Street Fighter never really left, though. It was a movie, too. Some people were like, why is it called Hadouken? I was waiting for this Street Fighter sample. Yeah, people were getting frustrated. But anyways, fuck it, yes. <laughs> now the moment you've all been waiting for... Hadouken! Nafim Shapiro. How about that Broken Bells collab we just heard? That's new, too. That Hopefully that's coming out this week. Secret in my head. 
amazing collaboration. It's not a collab, it's a remix. Yeah, yeah, we remixed their, 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 one of their big singles off their last album, Holding On For Life. Have they heard it? Yeah. It's, it's official. Okay. Yeah, it just it got tied up in some paperwork and shit, but now it's finally coming out this week, I think. How do you approach the remix process? I'm, it's it's different every time. Like uh, I don't know. I don't like to divulge too much, but it's, it, keep it, keep some in. I, you know, sometimes you just feel like it's it's gonna be this type of song, and you just go with it. Like sometimes it has to do with the speed. You're like, oh, this could be like a drum and bass song, or this could be like a dubstep song, or whatever. I don't know. It's it's really different every time. Sometimes you might already have something that you like try putting the vocal over top of and like you're like oh like and then you just like keep working with that it's really I think a lot of the time though with stuff we've remixed in the past it's been stuff that has really inspired us with a big vocal or something like that like Eyes on Fire When you guys were living together, who cooked? Now, let's take a look at some of the courses you could take and see what might help you. The preparation and serving of family meals. Meals that are planned to meet the individual needs of your family. Actually, my girlfriend lived with us. She cooked the most. She was like the house mom. She took care of us. <laughs> What's your best dish? I made a I made something once. It was like I cooked a steak and I made a frozen pizza and I like used the pizza as like uh, the bread for a sandwich. So it was like a panini. I don't think it's ever been done before. I submitted it to my my friend does this group called the Sandwich Olympics and I like I put it in there and basically they critique your sandwiches and uh, you know harsh critiques too. I just thought I'd get some points for creativity because I never seen a sandwich between a pizza before. Neither have I. But it wasn't like, you know, I'm no chef. <laughs> I, uh, I I got to uh, guinea pig it. I got to try it, and it was pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. The secret. Than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> the secret was the use of secret aardvark sauce. I don't know if you know that stuff, but it's delicious. The best hot sauce in the world. All right. Put that shit on everything. Shout out secret aardvark sauce. So who is uh, who's one person uh, famous that's dead or alive whose morals you value most? Morals? Yes. Morals. I don't have any morals. <laughs> Stop lying. Come on now. You know you do. Uh, 
Uh, it's a good question. A question that I wish I had thought about for more than this one second. <laughs> it doesn't have to be somebody famous, by the way. It could be somebody that was important in your life. Someone whose morals I respect. Absolutely. It could be David. He's my answer. <laughs> Seems like a good guy. I watch a lot of comedy. I guess like... Like what? I guess a lot of these stand-up comedians, of like, they, they like poke fun at... You know, things you take for granted in life and... Such as? Who's your favorite stand-up? Favorite stand-up comedians? Uh, there's a lot, like George Carlin. People just refuse to be realistic. They don't like to be realistic. People would rather stroke themselves. You know? Oh, they like to stroke themselves, don't they? Stroke themselves, they stroke each other, they get stroked. They stroke the boss, the boss strokes them. Everybody strokes everybody. It's nothing but a big stroke job in this country. The government strokes you every day of your life. Religion never stops stroking you. Big business gives you a good stroke, and it's one big transcontinental cross-country red, white, and blue stroke job. Do you know? You know what the national emblem of this country ought to be? Forget that bald eagle. The national emblem of this country ought to be Uncle Sam standing naked at attention, saluting, and seated on a chair next to him, the Statue of Liberty jerking him off. That would be a good symbol for the United Strokes of America. It's all bullshit, folks. It's all bullshit and it's bad for you. Dude, Carlin was a moral giant. That yeah, guy's a exactly. fucking. That guy's a fucking philosopher. That's a perfectly good answer. Yeah, maybe George. The hip hop front, all right. So, what is besides Sean P? What is the latest there, if anything? Well, we're still working with our homie Omar Lynx. This is Madcap, and we're here with Zach and Dylan, DC and Hooks of Zed's Dead. Day, if I could find a saloon, I could 
so your your boy from the Kilobits told me that your greatest beats will never hear. Is this true? I think I think there's probably some truth to that. Me and Zach make like endless amounts of music. A lot of them are starting points, but like some, it's kind of tough to judge as the person making them because like for me, always my favorite stuff is like the stuff that. I just made or the thing that's not done and like I might in a month I might make like 200 beats you know what I mean and maybe one of those beats will fucking will like will come out and be like a track that ends up getting finished it's just like there's a lot of great ideas I guess you could say but you know it's all about picking and choosing and that's where the collaborative process comes in because it's like he's like I don't like this or I'm like I, I hate this or whatever you know and then we decide what we like and then we, we go and finish it I think, yeah, I think one day, though, you will hear some of the ones that he's talking about. We have, like, an idea of sometime in the future putting out, like, a lost tapes sort of thing. But I feel like we've only been Zed Zed for, like, four or five years or something. Four years. So, like, you know, I, I don't know when it was that, like, Nas put out that lost tapes, but I think it was longer than that. So, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it might be a little bit quick to do it now. or failure as a homemaker will be determined by your ability to develop good family relationships. Are your families cool with each other, and do they ever come see you play? Definitely. Actually, uh, our, our, our fathers are pretty good friends. They hang out from time to time. I bet they high-five like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they, call, they call each other Zed's dads. And they actually... They had, yes. They had shirts made that says Zed's dad. Don't they, they, they have, like, an yeah. Instagram or Twitter or whatever? <laughs> no, but they should. And, like, it, it's funny. Like, I don't know. We actually had this idea, like, we were going to use them for a video where we go into the future and, like, they're us. And it would, like, work so well. Because, like, I don't know. Your dad looks more like an older version of you than I think my dad does. But, like, if you picture it, it's, like, it's totally apt. <laughs> All right, so last question. All right, so since, as you all know, we lace these pieces with a lot of music, so what is one song that is not yours that you would like have to close you all out? Limb by limb, Cuddy Ranks. Uh, <laughs> Just do it, uh, God damn it. Uh,
So no one take it personal. Who not talk about done? You think me come for done? All me have to do is send for the new gun. Anything test dead. Yeah. We just fly off those head. Down the mercy. Kill them. Duck a dill, dill, dill. Sell a boy get killed. Duck a dill, dill, dill. You better sign on a will. Duck a dill, dill, dill. A boy get killed. Duck a dill, dill, dill. Duck up in the barrel. Dylan Mamed and Zach Raproven, better known as Zed's Dead. Special thanks to DC and Hooks, to Chris Paulus, and Chris from Biz3, along with Clark from Magnum PR. Zed's Dead's EP, titled Somewhere Else, comes out on Mad Decent on July 1st. Before we left the boys, we had just one more question. And now, taking the madcap wheels of steel, it's our brother, DJ Trays. Trays, Trays, Trays. Alright, so if you can compile it into 10 songs, tracks that define you all's sound, that aren't necessarily yours, that kind of influence you and everything, what would the 10 songs be? Sorry, 10 songs that influenced our sound? Or the base of you two. Midnight in a perfect world. World, world, world. DJ Shadow. 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 Ghost Rider. Rider. RJD2. Gotta put in like something by Justice and Genesis or Phantom or something like that. It's kind of got to be like the whole 36 Chambers is an album because that thing is just like, a, it just flows through. Uh, it's, it's, I guess it's, you know, RZA's production is something definitely to bring up just the rawness of that and, you know, just rap, but that kind of rap. For one song, I don't know, maybe like Protect Your Neck or something like that. You gotta Protect Your Neck. This is, this is true advice. <laughs> What's up, man? Cooling, man. Chilling, chilling. Yo, you know I had to call. You know why, right? Why? You know what I want to hear, right? What you want to hear? I want to hear that Wu-Tang. 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 Wu
smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor, terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan, swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man. There's so many, like, things to shout out. I'm just trying to, like, think of the essential mix right now. <laughs> Six is fine. I am DC. And I'm Hooks. And we're Zed's Dead. Shut up, Madcap. Thank you, fellas. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Trace, you killed it on that one. Visit djtrays.com, that's T-R-A-Y-Z-E, for music, bookings, and contact information. Madcap is produced by Dan Bloom, David Ross, and Afim Shapiro. Madcapdc.org, on Facebook and Twitter, at MadcapDC.